0: G'day guys, welcome back to Beers and Breakevens Brought to you by the number one beer in sport The number one beer of rugby league Bloke in a Bar, go out and grab yourself Cardin this week I believe we've got new shorts dropping on uh, the Bloke in a Bar website as well They are sensational So make sure you get stuck into those I believe Wednesday night So make sure you get into those uh, Timmy Williams not joining me once again this week So once again uh, we send out all the very best to the Williams family And to Timmy as well We're really looking forward to getting him back So it is me Once again, Han Solo and, of course, Matty the Waterboy is joining us as well. We'll bring him in in a minute. Um, Now, I said last week that I was, of course, beating uh, Timmy the overall rankings. I said I would enjoy it because it was a matter of time till I lost it. Seven days I lasted. Seven days he's dusted me. Uh, On the weekend, I scored 1,240. Not a bad score, but considering I had Pappy as captain, pretty disappointing. Pretty shit week, to be honest with you. Saved by Pappy going absolutely bananas. My rank at the moment, 17,000. So not disappointed. Uh, Happy with that. Timmy, he absolutely killed it. Uh, 1,400, a very good score with Pappy as skipper. His rank, 7,800. So he's topped me just about 10,000. I think I had him by 8,000 last week, so uh, a stinger there, but that's why we've got him here,
1: best in the business, Timmy. And Maddie the water boy, he's joined us as well. Matt, what's doing? What's going on, Guru? I'm, I'm actually smack bang in the middle of both years. I had I also had Pabst as captain, but I ended up on 1,301 this week.
0: Yeah, right. Do you know what your, your, what your ranking is overall? Yeah. Uh,
1: 22,000. Okay, thank god.
0: All right, we <laughs> survived that one. Um, that would have been a real kick in the dick. Okay, group leaders in the Beers and Breakevens group as it stands this week, number 1 team is called Danny's team. The coach there is Shots. Now, shout out to Shots. He's actually 29th overall out of 132,000 whatever it is. Really good whack there. Scored 1507 this week. If you got into the 15s this week, you would be absolutely stoked. Second, I assume Shaki's And Porch Lights. Well done, Sam. He's sitting 53 overall. Uh, The Pear Peelers 999 coached by Jacob sitting 55th overall. Sheffers Dog Albie coached by Liam sitting 64th overall. And Steve Macca who featured in our top five last week as well I believe. Uh, Steve, he's sitting at 113 overall. So we've got four guys uh, that are sitting in the top 100 overall in Supercoach that are at the top of that group. Uh, Remember you can still join it now. Don't have the code in front of me. Go back and listen to the old podcast. You'll find it there and YouTube and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, the winner of that takes home two grand. So at the moment, Shots is leading there, a top 30 finisher right now. Sensational. See. Also, shout out to the top scorer this week. Scored 1587. The team is called Average Squad, coached by Billy, who finished 11th overall this week in the entire Supercoach. So just missed out on that top 10 score with 1587. Pretty damn handy knocked there. Just a reminder, whilst you are here, guys, please like this video, subscribe. Uh, We don't ask for too much of that stuff, but uh, we definitely need to be. Now, Team list. They've just dropped this afternoon, heading into round five. Uh, Reasonably calm team list, to be honest with you. Could have been a lot worse, but there are a few changes. Our first game, Thursday night, 7.50. Coming to you from Newcastle. We've got the Newcastle Knights take on the Manly Seagulls. Replay of the 1997 grand final. For the Knights, no changes. For the Manly Seagulls, a few here. Now, our boy Cooler, he comes in at fullback. We're going to talk about him later in the questions sent in by you guys. He is going to be something special over the next few weeks. Turbo, of course, out for what looks like four to six weeks. Personally... I think he'll be closer to the six-week mark, but we'll also talk about Turbo a little bit later. Uh, Tui Palotu at centre. Apologise if I got that wrong, brother. I actually haven't heard that name said out loud. Uh, Aloye comes into the starting team, which I thought he was sensational last week. Looked really good for Manly. Bullimore and Parker on the extended bench. Still no sign of Josh Schuster on this team list yet. So you would have to assume next week, I think he's due back. So I think you'll probably see that team that name pop up next week. Friday 6.05 coming to you from Redcliffe. We've got the New Zealand Warriors taking on the North Queensland Cowboys. Probably the biggest news out of the Warriors pack is that AFB, he's on the extended bench. He's in Jersey 20. Uh, Sirenen in the second row. Bunty of Fola starts. Aaron Penne returns on the bench. For the Cowboys, the Hammer, he's out for a couple of weeks. So Drinkwater, he comes in at fullback. Great news for my draft team, just quietly. Ruben Cotter goes back to the bench. Tamalolo at 13. We've seen them make changes over the last few weeks, so keep an eye on that to see what Toddy Payton does Cotter, obviously very interesting uh, to Supercoach classic sides at the moment at a reasonable price, uh, and he's averaging about 55 base stats in the last two weeks. So one to keep an eye on, definitely a guru favourite as well. The late game on Friday night, seven fifty-five. Coming to you from Suncorp Stadium. We've got the Broncos taking on the Chooks for Brisbane. Couple of changes: Albert Kelly out of this one, out for the next three or four weeks. Billy Walters he comes in into play six. Kate Ball and Ricky return in the second row. Heatherington at thirteen, uh, and Pakes comes onto the bench there for the Broncos as well. For the Chooks, essentially one to seventeen. It is worth noting that the Roosters uh, they're staying up there in Queensland for the next two weeks. They were in North Queensland last week. They're staying up there in Brisbane now. So it's like a little two-week mini camp for them. Sawali so he has been named on the extended bench. One to keep an eye on uh, with Billy Smith still not coming back into this side. Kevin Aguama will play on the right wing. Sammy Verrells he's also in the extended side as well. So Hutcho and Watson, they've done a good job. Interesting to see if they do bring Verrells back in, but I think you'll probably see him come back through New South Wales Cup over the next few weeks. Uh, Saturday game, Super Saturday kicks off at three o'clock from Wagga Wagga. So good they named it twice, Ray is taking on the Storm. Essentially 1-17 to for both of these sides. No massive changes there. Melbourne Storm coming off a huge win uh, against the Canterbury Bulldogs. 44-0 Ryan Pappenhausen, the star there. I'm sure he'll be another popular uh, captain this week, especially if it is dry weather in Wagga Wagga. Saturday, 5.30 coming to you out there from at Homebush. We've got the Bunnies taking on the Dragons for South Sydney. Only real changes are on the bench. You've got Blake Taft returning in Jersey 14 and you've got Mawali, one of my favourites. I think it is Worth noting here that Kenna and Tass, they are on the extender bench. These two have been killing it in New South Wales Cup. So I think it's a little uh warning shot to Tane Milne. He has been good though, to be fair. Just keep an eye on those two. Maddie, we're
1: excited about Taff returning or what? Yeah, I think I think we need some just something different coming off our bench. So I'm excited with Taff. And I'm, I'm equally excited about David Moale. He's he's, you know, he's such a good junior coming through. A bit like like you don't get many props that are 18, 19 year old that kind of do the things he do so I'm, I'm pretty keen to see him Fuck, he's a big bit of gear, isn't he? Oh, I can't believe he's 18 or 19, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, when he first came on the other day, made a line break with his first touch. He just,
0: oh. there's something about him. I'm excited about him too. He looks like a good one. Uh, the Dragons taking on South Sydney there. Jaden Sewer returns to this side in the back row. Blake Laurie jumps back to the bench. On the extended, you have still got Burgess and Sloan. We've seen that Hook made some pretty uh, rogue changes last week. He hasn't fallen on his sword. Still got Sloane out of the side. And Amone is in jersey 14 on the bench. The late game. Saturday coming to you from the Gold Coast. 7.35 for the Gold Coast Titans. Still no sign of Campbell. Isako will stay in the one jersey. Beau Fermore returns. Great news for all Supercoach players there. Now, I believe Brian Kelly, he has been he wasn't named in this game. I believe it is COVID-related. It isn't form-related. Uh, so, Philip Sami comes in for him. So, Kelly, you would have to assume you'll see him next week. For the Eels, if you're a Reed Marnione owner, you're disappointed as it is, but this is a real kick in the dick for you. Mitch Rain named on the bench in Jersey 17. So a real stinger there. If you're someone that drafted Marnie really early as well in draft, wow, that one hurts for you. Nia Corey also on the extended bench, worth noting there. Sunday afternoon, 4.05, coming to you from Shark Park. The Cronulla Sharks, Talakai stays at centre. Tracy not in this side yet. This Talakai safe for another week? Uh, yeah very interesting Talakai, absolutely killed it last week, we've been talking about him on Bloke and a Bar for a couple of weeks, I think I mentioned it to Timmy a few weeks ago, he's just something else they're taking on the West Tigers who at the moment uh, remain 1-17, to Sunday after, Sunday night, sorry, coming to you from Combank, which of course is the old Bank West Stadium, uh, 6-15 we've got Canterbury taking on the Panthers Panthers are 1-17 uh, Canterbury, Trent Barrett's made a change here, he's going to go with Kyle Flanagan at 7, Avarillo stays in the centres. Wakeham at 14, A Odo on the extended bench. So, how on earth Flanagan's managed to get into this side for a clash against the Panthers is beyond me, but good to see him given an opportunity. He has been doing well in New South Wales Cup. Uh, for all the talk during the pre-season, this is Trent Barrett's third halfback in, I believe, four weeks. So, a uh, bit of a worry there. It's also his, what, third 14 in the last three weeks or so. So, just absolute chaos there with Wakeham in the 14. I wonder how many minutes Marshall King will play. I know some people in draft, very keen on him. Uh, I don't know what to say about this Canterbury side. Hopefully they can pull it together, but tough game for Flannery to come in there. Now we're going to answer some, or I'm going to answer some of your questions. I might get Maddie to chip in on some of the Bunnies questions as well, because there are a few. First one comes from Choppy182. He says, is Latrell worth a punt? And for me, I think he definitely is. Now, Latrell, he missed the first game, came back round two, so he's played three games, Storm, Penn with Roosters. I'm not sure if I could come up with a harder draw if you let me pick out of the entire competition. Um, 63 average for Latrell from those three games. So as much as he might not be at his absolute best, I mean, at, against these top tier teams, he's done really well to average 63 thus far this season. Uh, you look at their next 10 games. Now go through their next 10 games and I'll tell you Latrell's average against each of those teams. So he plays the Dragons this week. He averages 74 against them. Plays Canterbury the week after, averages 59 against them. Tigers the week after that, he averages 78. Manly the week after that, averaging 69. Broncos the week after that, averaging 45. That's the lowest out of all these teams by some form of miracle. New Zealand Warriors, he averages 73 against Raiders, 54. Tigers, 78. Again, Gold Coast Titans, 84. And then he finishes... With the Dragons again, who we won, he played in the in this week. Who he averages seventy four against as well. Now I want you to consider that a lot of those games, or the vast majority of those games, either were at the Roosters where he was playing centre, so you'd have to think he's going to get more touches at fullback for South Sydney. Or last year when he wasn't the goal kicker, so throw in goal kicking. I think that Souths they've looked really good despite their one and three record. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't drop a game over the next 10 weeks. Against all those teams, his average is 69. So considering he's played the three best teams in the competition, the hardest teams to match up against Supercoach-wise, an average 63, I think you can back Luttrell to average probably 80, 85 over the next few weeks. I think you will have some monster scores. Also need to consider that average of 69. He's only been a full-time goal kicker for a few of those seasons, realistically. So, just so much more upside. Matty, I think I know what I'm going to hear here, but would you be thinking about bringing Latrell in, especially
1: if you're a turbo owner and you've got a bit of cash to splash? Do you go to Latrell? I would absolutely be bringing Latrell in, purely based on the fact of what you said last few weeks. We've played the best teams, and he's and he's been quite good. I will say against the, he's only played one game in his whole career against the Dragons where he hasn't scored a try. So there's that. And he plays them twice in the next 10 weeks. Yeah, so I would – I mean, I personally won't be, but if there's a spot for you, I would personally be taking Latrell.
0: That is a good start, Matty. You've done your homework, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice.
1: (laughs) The SC Playbook podcast has teamed up with proud sponsors Pat and George from Mortgage Choice Sutherland, Cronulla and Wollongong this season. The boys are experts in all types of home, commercial and car loans. So whether you're a local or living interstate and looking to purchase your first ever home or chase the last rate for your refinance, Give them a call on 9521 1611 today and mention SC Playbook for your free tailored expert advice session.
0: Uh, our next question. Thank you for that one. Who was that one? Choppy182. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Our next one comes from Sam Groves, and I'm going to have to throw it to Matty again, so hopefully he's got more stats for me. What 5'8 do I go to? Now, you probably clued on. I think Cody Walker is an absolute get-on over the next 10 weeks. Funnily enough, he plays the same teams as Latrell Mitchell. But I will tell you his averages against all those sides. Against the Dragons, Cody averages 78. Against the Bulldogs, Cody averages 57. Against the Tigers, 77. Against Manly, six. 63. Against the Broncos, 58. Against the Warriors, 82. Against the Raiders, 61. Against the Tigers, 78. Gold Coast, 85. Brings it home with the Dragons, which he averages 78 against. His average score is seven, uh, 71. I was about to say 17. That would have been a shocker. 71 against all those teams that he plays in the next 10 weeks. I think you also need to keep in mind that as much as Cody has started a little bit quieter, uh, week one, I think he scored like 17 or 18 points. Very disappointing. That will be out of his rolling average now. I think the last two weeks he scored 50 or 60 odd. So, uh, actually, no, he hasn't done that well. But that really poor score of 17 will be out of his rolling average now. So, as much as you will lose a little bit of coin in the first two weeks, personally, I think those matchups for Cody, they're just going to be sensational over the next few weeks. He's one of the best support players in rugby league. I think if it wasn't for. Some really good defensive sides that the bunnies have come up against. I think Cody would have scored a lot more points. As I said, great support player. He's gonna score meaties through the middle. I think Souths are in for one hell of a run here. If you were to go with the double up of Cody and Latrell, I really do think it could pay
1: major dividends for you. Are you on the same train with me, Maddie? Hundred percent. I think I think Cody's gonna explode the next few weeks. And I also think the better the Ilias goes, the the better Cody Walker's gonna go as well because he doesn't he's not under all that pressure to, you know, uh Help this guy come into first grade because Elise is going a little bit better now. I will say this: I will bring another try try scoring stat in. Love it. Now as a 5'8". this is better than you know the uh, fullback scoring. He scored in his last four games against the Dragons, so there you go. Last
0: four games, how good? Yes. Mate, you yeah. must be so excited about Ilias. I thought he looked so good. I-, I thought he was arguably the best half on the
1: field the other night. I nearly got kicked out of the pub when he scored that try. I was going off so hard. <laughs> Shock me. <laughs> <laughs> no Mate, I know, no. That, that was, I know it was a no try, but it was, a, it was just so good to watch. I wish, yep. I wish they gave it to him just for his, just for his confidence, but no, I, I really like the way Ilias is playing because his first two weeks were, I mean, expected, but yep. kind of disappointing. He's an awkward little thing how he moves, isn't he? But it's he just hand.
0: manages to. Yeah, I, I
1: love him as well. And and I love yeah. that. He, I love that he forced a couple of dropouts last week as well. Yeah, I exactly. Yeah,
0: cool. great point. And no shock to anyone that Maddie was almost kicked out of a pub. <laughs> All right, let's move to our next one. Is Cooler a must buy? This one's from at the Cast Patrol. Check them out on Instagram. Putting out some really good content. He's aimed at fullback. I think he's a get-on uh, turbo. We mentioned him before. It looks like he's out for four to six weeks. Personally. Well, oh, fuck, if I'm manly, I'm going to push that closer to six weeks. I would not be risking bringing Turbo back. I think they will be okay without him, and I think Coolers going to absolutely kill it. Now, he played center the other day, and, you know, I can tell you how fast he is and, and all that shit. You already know that. What I want to point out to you is his base stats on the weekend, 35, which is sensational to see. Uh, really, really cheap at the moment. He, he, he did have that first game where I think he scored four or eight points or something like that. That's going to be out of his rolling average at the end of next week. So it's going to be all upside after that. And I would back Cooler in to score... I I reckon honestly over the next few weeks whilst playing fullback, I think he's going to be a 60-point uh sort of guy. So yes, I think he is a guy that you need to get on. The four to six weeks, he's gonna make a heap of money in those weeks. And personally, I think once he gets an opportunity, he's gonna hold on to this spot. Not at fullback, obviously, uh, but I think he will find a spot in this team somewhere else. He's only one injury away from playing center or playing wing. And to be perfectly honest with you, I don't think he's that far away from stealing the center spot from either of the other two centers. So, cooler. I think he is a must-buy. You can wait the extra week if you would like to, but personally, I think he's going to score points this week. I think he's going to do well. So, the cast patrol, I am all over cooler. I've got him in my draft team. Been holding him for a couple of weeks. Very keen on him. The next one comes from Steve no 101 who's one of the writers for the Supercoach Playbook. Timmy's little franchise over there doing very well. He does a lot of draft content, Stevie, so make sure you go and check him out. Doing great things. Uh, he just says Mitch Mose with a question mark. And, look, Mitch Mose is an interesting one. I've never been huge on him when it comes to super coach. I had him in drafts a couple of years ago in the year he killed it. Outside of that, a little bit inconsistent, but the way that Parramatta are playing, and funnily enough, the more Dylan Brown gets involved, the better Parramatta go. It seems to be the more Mitch Moses sort of scores. Scored 144 on the weekend, which was a sensational knock. Came up with, some, I think, two great tries. Just had his fingers in pies all over the place. His break even is minus 21, so I mean, there's still a lot of money to be made here. He's, that, that 144 is going to stay in his rolling average for the next two weeks. Uh, The next four weeks, he plays the Titans and the Tigers. I think he's going to go 60 or 70-plus in both of those games. Then he plays the Knights and the Cowboys, who... Started the season really well. I'm not writing them off, but I mean, they are two teams that we're not overly convinced on either. I think Parramatta can win four from four in the next four weeks. And if they do, Moses is goal kicking. He's involved in the attack. So I really like it. He's not a guy that I'm going to be able to go to, but I mean, there is a little bit of money to be made there. And then you can move from Mitch Moses up to potentially a Nathan Cleary over the next few weeks. Break even of negative 21. I don't mind the move. Won't be doing it myself, but I can understand why people are... Thank you, Stevie. Great question. Heavenly Hands Hebner heaven there. Let's move to the next one. This one comes from Chaka89. Do you think May will take Staines' spot? Yes, I do. And if he doesn't, I'll be honest with you, I think there's a world where Toto could take Staines' spot. We've seen Toto play on the left and the right. We've got Stephen Crichton out there at right centre at the moment. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep Taylor May and, and Tago together out on the left side and they bring Toto back and play him on the right. Might be a little bit of rogue thinking there, but I really do think there's a world where it could happen because I think they'll be hesitant to break up uh, Targo and Taylor May out there and we know that Brian Toe he can do what he does from both edges so regardless Staines drops out for me I think Taylor May stays in the team I think there's a world where he stays on the left if not I think worst case scenario he does go out to the right and this backfire for the Penrith Panthers they're going to be a serious handful Uh, I don't think I need to point it out to you but if you don't have Taylor May why not get him in this week don't shit the bed there. Real easy one. Thank you, Sharker eighty nine. Appreciate that one. Uh, next one comes from Reese Chew. Thanks for this one, Reese. Turbo hold or sell. Uh, sell for me. I mean, fullback, there is so many points to be made at fullback. It's not even funny. Uh, if you're holding on to Turbo, I think you've got rocks in your head. If you've had him from the start, personally, I don't understand why you did it. Myself and Timmy said it for a number of weeks. He's, he's overpriced, tough draw to start. We thought he'd do not great and he did terribly. Let's be perfectly honest here. If you started with Turbo and you've still got him, Personally, I think you've been kissed on the dick by a fairy. Now that he is injured, he's not going to bleed points over the next, bleed money over the next few weeks. You can get rid of him. You can cop the L. Take your licks. Move on. Uh, I just, I, I, I don't know how you could possibly hold him here. I don't think many people will be asking that question. With so many guns at fullback, we mentioned Latrell Mitchell earlier. I think he'd be a really good guy to move to. You could play Nico Hines at fullback. Teddy Pappy, a plethora of talented guys at fullback. You need to move off Turbo. We're going to wait until after he comes back. By then, you know, one or two poor performances as well. He's going to bleak lead cash again so turbo definite sell for me you have a bit of money to screw around with a little bit less money than what you started with him but it is what it is all right now i've got a heap of questions about katoni stags and fair enough uh this one comes from kaylin gibb and as i said a heap of questions about katoni stags I sort of merged them all into one Calen gibb says stags a to may definitely if you don't have may stags to him is easy do it now don't even think about it but stags are we keeping him are we selling him I've kept him the last few weeks. I think I have to fall on my sword on this one. I think I am going to have to sell him. It's been very disappointing. He doesn't really look like himself at the moment. Tony Staggs look like there's a little bit more going on than just football. So Staggs, I have to move off him. They also have a pretty poor draw over the next few weeks. I think they got the Roosters and the Panthers. It's tough for Brisbane. I got the Roosters this week. Uh, I just The Roosters seem to be back in form, so I, I can't go near Staggs. I have to move off him cop the L on the chin there, move forward. I've got him in my draft team this week. I honestly don't think I'll play him in draft this week, which is crazy to sound. I picked him third overall, but against the Roosters, I think I can find four centre wings that are in my 17 that I think will do better than Stag. So uh, hopefully he bounces back and hits form and it'd be just perfect for all of us to move off him, and then he hits form. Wouldn't shock anyone based on how we go in Supercoach, but I think you have to sell him. Uh, it's just been too disappointing to start the season. Thank you, Caelan, for that one. appreciate your question, mate. know you've been a long-term listener of the podcast, so I appreciate your support. Okay, Beau firmor is here. Must have. This one comes from the Kickback Pod Podcast. Check out what they're doing. Um, for me, it depends on your team, but at 439k, I don't mind it. Um, his break-even is minus 32. Pretty handy. There's money to make there. Had a poor score in week one of 36. Uh, That now falls out of his rolling average. He's been great since then. I think he's gone back to back to back 70 plus scores. Um, His base in the last two weeks has been 44 as well. So uh, very happy with that. So there is money to be made there. You've obviously missed out already on 60 or 70K around that mark. So you are a little bit late to the party, but you're not too late. If you're gonna downgrade one of your big CTW pods that hasn't really worked out, I think Furmore would be a good share. You could even go Katoni Stags to him if you have got a bit more coin in the bank there, you'll, you'll, you'll make money off that move. So I can understand you going with that play, but I know a lot of teams are gonna be trying to save money to move to Nico Hines, Nathan Cleary, uh, these sort of guys. So Bo Firmore, I got no problem with it. Uh, he plays the Tigers this week, then the Eels, and then Manly. Now, I will say this, because he plays on the left edge for the Gold Coast Titans. The Tigers, obviously, a great matchup. Um, sorry, he played the Tigers last week. He's playing the Eels this week. I'll say, when playing the Eels, if you're on the left edge, you're going to be ro- ro- running at Mitch Moses. Not a bad little matchup, despite the Eels being a good team. If you want to run at anyone, it probably is Mitch Moses. Six missed tackles last week, but between him and E, they've missed a heap of tackles to start the season. The week after that, uh, he's going to be running at DCE, and as we know, it's a bit of a weak spot for Manly's defense between DCE and Olokawatu. You could definitely score points there as well. So something to consider with Beau Furmore. I might have just convinced myself into him, to be honest with you. But I don't mind the move. You are a little bit late, but you definitely could do much worse than moving to Beau Furmore. A uh, bit of a shorter episode this week, guys. Obviously, Timmy not with me yet. He'll be back over the next few weeks. As we said off the top, wish Timmy all the very best. Make sure you go and check out his podcast, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the website the supercoach playbook putting out the very best content in supercoach it's why i've got timmy lined up with us here at bloke and a bar and at beers and break even so make sure you go and check out all the stuff they're doing the best supercoach content in rugby league if you're listening on their podcast jump over to the rugby league guru podcast come and have a listen plenty more footy content and supercoach content and uh yeah if you if you're out this weekend grab yourself a case of bloke and a bar very best beer in sport the beer of rugby league absolutely love it great drop thank you. you guys. We'll be back next week. Remember to like, subscribe, comment, all the good stuff for me. Cheers, legends.